This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hahn, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, second Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. That, that was, was some theatrics. That was like a yeah, movie. Man, I liked uh, it. I liked it. In a world. One man. Aikido. On his own. With his two best friends. Eating cheesecake yeah. and talking Aikido. Yeah, we're at Cheesecake Factory, so it's we're Labor Day. about the soundtrack. Yeah, happy Labor Day. It's Labor Day, which means uh, no class. No class, yeah. Was... Which means we can come out and do a podcast out, out in and about the world. In the world. Which we like Hell to do yeah. from time to time. So... We're eating cheesecake and talking Aikido. Aikido. So we had a uh, message come in. Was this from one of the patrons? Uh, it, it's not a patron. Okay. It's just one just of our listeners. Uh, one of our listeners. Michael. Had a uh, interesting... Was it a, a topic? Like, was it an idea for a podcast, or did we just go, eh? No, it's an idea. Oh, okay. it's an idea. Uh, so let me go ahead and All read right. it. Right. So... Um, said uh, Aikido essays. I used to attend a dojo that required a short essay, a couple paragraphs, answering a specific question as part of promotion beginning at 4th Q. More relevant and common, I think, is an essay upon approaching Shodan rank. Have you experienced this or do you require it? What would you like to see in a Don level essay? And what is the importance of being able to articulate your experience of Aikido in written form? And he says thank you very much. (laughs) So... That's a good one. Yeah, I think that is yeah. a good one. Like it's, uh, so we we do not, I don't think. I've never had to write anything before. Uh, no. But it's not a bad idea. And I really like the line of thought that is being able to articulate what you're learning. Um, as opposed to just being able to demonstrate it physically. Right. Yes. And we have seen this in our testing. Um you know, which recently has sort of, we've made a little bit more of a move toward um, integrating some of that, um, you know, being able to art, to talk about what we've, what we're learning as opposed to just being able to show it. Um, and so we, we do that in the form of question, you know, Chris will be uh, at the, uh, you know, head there and, and asking questions that pertain to the particular test and the material that you should be demonstrating that you know. And we have seen, um, you know, some people haven't, don't have that part of it. So they can demonstrate everything perfectly um, when you delve into, okay, so now why are we doing these things? Then it gets a little questionable. So I like the idea of being able to uh, to, to you know kind of point at people and go like hey what what does this all mean you right. know you can do it now at the very least what even if it it's mean? not in writing have it right right in verbal form what you know what does this mean to you what do you understand that you're doing at this level you know how do you put it all together what would you do if blank happened that kind of stuff because I think that's an integral kind of piece to yeah. understanding a martial art is actually understanding it, not just being able to, like, uh, perform, right. you know, techniques, you know, kind of copying or, you know, doing it by rote. 
there's a there's a lot of good stuff to um, writing stuff down. To me, uh, the test is a community affair. Like, it, to me, it's important that the test is something shared by everyone in the dojo, so everyone in the dojo understands um, what this person's doing and why this person is the rank they are. They also are then pressured to like, do I know that much? Can I understand? And yeah. so, so to me, I, I don't have written questions on any of the tests because um, I it's harder to share that. I mean, I guess I could have them read it or I could read it or something, but it's harder to share that. And I, I want the whole experience to be shared. So, so that's why I don't have them on the test. Um, but I do think it's a super good idea. And for me, you know, as I started to push my understanding of Aikido further. Uh, writing was a very useful tool and still continues to be a very useful tool to me to express what I think about Aikido and to solidify it for myself. So, And anyone who has seen uh, us out and about uh, or even in the dojo will know that like Chris always has a notebook close at hand where he's doodling, you know, doing any number of things but taking notes, whatever, writing stuff down. Um, so yeah, that is a, definitely has been a, a good thing. Um, and then written all sorts of articles and things sort of articulating what, what you know, the, the philosophy that we're sort of following. Um, and it's been really nice. I've read a lot of that, and it has also helped my understanding of at least where we're coming from with it, you know. So I do think that, like, being able to put it down and being able to articulate um, in that form is really pretty cool. Um, yeah, um... My first dojo that I was at, it was granted it was when I was a kid, um, did actually require, I did have to do an essay for one of oh. my tests. Um, and so did my little sister. It was, once again, it was like a, you know, we were, you know, I was maybe 10 or something. Um, so, you know, it was a, a pretty simple essay. Um, but it was like, at least for me at the time, as a kid, something, it was something I could do, you know, I could write an essay and it was on like a, a specific question, whatever rank I was testing. I, I can't remember what it was about. Um, but I know my little sister had to do, it was like a little history, like on the life of, uh, Ueshiba. So that was fun. Um, but I think our teacher did have us actually read it in front of the class, which, um, I like the idea, I like what Chris said of, of, you know, you have to share that with the rest of the dojo, you know, so at least if you did do an essay, having to present that right. as a presentation, you know, and I think well, the higher, higher up you get, the more it should be your own ideas. I could see that it. for like, a, you know, your black belt test, or yeah. your first cue, like something around, before that, I like the idea of the test also being sort of spontaneous, yeah, um, and sort true. of like, you know, you don't really know, and so I, I think it, it would be kind of odd to be like, hey, when you take the test, have your essay ready or whatever, because it gives people, someone some time to kind of craft the thing. That seems like a later stage thing yeah. to me. Yeah. And I could definitely see that as, like, as part of your black belt test, yeah, you have to give, hand in some sort of, um, you know, like almost a thesis that sort of shows your right. understanding of what we should be doing. And I think that would be really cool, actually. Um, and it fits in, I think, you know, we were talking about um, the idea of, like, uh, academic uh, martial arts. Um, and we'll, we, we might do a whole podcast on that. But I think it fits in very well with Aikido because Aikido tends to be a more academic pursuit for uh, yeah. a lot of people. Um, and so it, that I could see schools doing something like this and it, it being uh, worthwhile. And I could definitely see, like, 
especially for like maybe the last couple of ranks or, or just your, your shown on test, like I could see it being having some kind of uh, thesis kind of thing. Um, and that being good that you have it prepared before because I think having not so recently but fairly recently being in school like the expectations much higher when you have something prepared right um and that something that you you finished right and you you know and so like having something spontaneous definitely um it forces you to work in that spont that in terms of spontaneity so you can't you know there's no cheating if any kind you know i mean you have to come up with it yourself whatever the answer is in the the moment which is very you know martial that's live it's very live but i do like the idea of having an essay because it's kind of like you really got to put work into this you know you got to make it your own i think it would be great uh for people to really spend some time thinking about aikido in a off of the mat and in a way that they don't normally you know to have a question that they then have to answer i think that's awesome to me you Um, know um i think of like writing stuff as um it's like graduate work you know like um that's true you know to me like getting a show done is like a ba or something right so it's like you know you've gone to college and you understand what's going on but um you're still just you know you just know some stuff um, whereas, like you know, as you as you go further, I think you should force yourself to sit down and write stuff, and and you should be very clear as to what you think your ideas of Aikido are. You know, so to me, like up to Shodan, you're learning a teacher's playbook. You know, so like I've been saying this recently, actually, like you know, so I make my playbook available to all the students. So like you know, here's what I think about Aikido. Here's how I think it works. Um, you can benefit from this knowledge. But after that, you need to start putting in your own work to like how do I understand it. And as part of that synthesis process, I think writing is, is uh, you can't be without it, you know? like it's a, Yeah. So it's like the step one is to understand completely another person's body of work. Right. And to be able to explain it to right. anyone. This is what my teacher thinks about this world. Whatever or our lineage of... Right, right, exactly, right. right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then beyond that, what you're saying is like, then you should have your own opinions, your own interpretations. Right. However separate or or similar that is to your teacher. It should grow into yours, you know, and right. that's, that's the process of becoming a teacher, you know, is like, uh, I now understand this completely, you know, and like, if you agree perfectly with your lineage, that's cool, nothing changes much. If you change your mind, that's cool, but you can present arguments that are understandable by other Aikido practitioners as to why you've made those choices. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think having, I mean, I could see having something like that would be really awesome if we, you had something like that, and then it was made available to everyone so that you know I would be cool I think if there was a school and the school had all of those like in a book sort or something of essays, and, yeah right. available online whatever so you could go and read what other students are thinking other no, people are idea, thinking actually. that's very cool and that would be a really cool way to sort of get a, a, a sense of like and then you would be able to see too like okay are these people just sort of regurgitating what they've heard time and time and time, 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 time again or are they able to articulate it in their own verbiage you know, right. because a lot of times you'll see in Ted, you'll ask people uh, something, and Chris does. A, I think you do a really good job of like uh, pushing people at this, but they'll tell you what they've heard, like kind of verbatim, right? Um, and that doesn't necessarily prove that you understand it. Right. It proves that you know that what you memorize that it. you you know know what you should understand. Um, 
but being able to push people and ask things in a different way that forces them to like really think like oh what do I mean by you know this thing right? yeah and that is what, what so being having to sit down and formulate it into a you know yeah. even a five paragraph essay or whatever would yeah. be really cool I think yeah I think it depends to the kind of student that the person is you know like I think an essay can be really good for someone that needs that kind of like that needs to be forced to sit down and put their thoughts together you know or to really think something through like an essay can be I don't know I was a uh, with my cousin, or with some family this weekend, and uh, my aunt was saying that my cousin, who just started college not that long ago, was assigned a, like an anthropology paper, paper or sociology or something, and it was a really basic, like, what culture do you come from kind of paper, like, tell us about yourself kind of thing, and he was having a really hard time with it, because he didn't have, like, a, a specific culture he felt he identified with. I'm American. With. Right, yeah, I mean, you know, he's like, kind of like a, a, yeah. a white 18-year-old dude, you know, like doesn't have something that he really is stuck to you know and so it, it might be good for him to like think about that right. and to actually have to sit down and kind of gruel over this stupid five page paper and so I was kind of thinking in my head like oh man this this is probably perfect for this this kid you right. know he needs that but for me like I don't know in college one of my past like last couple of semesters or, or uh, quarters that I had I had a, a sociology paper a sociology project that I had to do and it was, you know, you could choose, you could do an art project, you could do a paper, you could do any combination, you could do a, a play if you wanted. Like, the teacher was like, do anything, I don't care, just do something, and it has to be about your identity, whatever. And knowing myself, I was like, it could have been really easy for me to do an essay, because that was where yeah. I was comfortable, you know? An essay would have so been... So you wrote a musical instead. No. <laughs> I did an art project, which I don't feel like I'm an artist, and I kind of pushed myself to do something that was really uncomfortable for me, and I, like, it was really nerve-wracking to present it in front of everyone, Um, and I think it was really good for me, because I hated it. I hated it, like, with a passion, but I'm glad that I did it, and so I think an essay, you know, it can be good depending on the kind of student, and especially, you know depending on the kind of people that are attracted to your dojo or are your students, maybe it's better, maybe it's not so good, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that you have to kind of, that would be a thing. You would have to look at your student body right? and, you know, realize that whether or not that's going to be acceptable. And I'm sure there are some schools where that would be totally great and they would love it because they're probably also doing a lot of reading on their own right. and really a lot of study and those are the um, kind of people you know but like, there might not be you know but your yeah. school might not be that way and if it's right. not trying to push someone in that direction yes. maybe wouldn't be the best idea you know well, i think it'd be a good idea well i mean it's know? it's a good idea from a growth perspective right yeah, um yeah. but not everyone can see that yeah you know like not everyone can see like what you're doing is for the greater good yeah right? that's fair it might just feel like this sucks and I'm here to learn something but this is not the way I want to learn it you know yeah Yeah. I mean I guess that's getting into more why do people do martial arts you know if they're joining to grow as people which I I think a lot of people knowingly or not are trying to do that like I think it partially is a teacher's job to go how can I help you become a more well-rounded person so. so obviously, uh, you your school did it. Have you heard of other schools doing this, Chris? Yeah, like, it's, it's yeah, fairly yeah, common. It's a fairly yeah. common thing, yeah. Um, it's not like... Yeah, uh, 
also mostly in 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 the group that our school was a part of um you would mostly hear like you know Udoncha who have been around for a while being asked to write something right, right. you know um for so people more like a, and that's like a different kind of like graduate this. work you know oh, like graduate yeah. work you okay. know um but that being said like you know about the writing part like to me um as we so you know a few years back i i, I drastically changed our way of grading um and and reorganized the whole structure of learning um, because I, I think I understand a better way and, and so far it's been real fruitful so I think it is right but um, as part of that is as Josh said earlier um, I added lots of verbal questions and so at the end of every section of testing there is a what you should know section and a what you should expect to answer questions on section and so it's basically like look this cue is about this stuff and this is what you should learn and then I'm gonna ask you questions about this and they're, they're general questions, right? They're not like question one is going to be this, question two is going to be this. Um, so that way you can think about it. And I think a really important part, and you know, our, our tests are, are maybe a bad example because they're, they're really built this way. But like, you should be asking yourself, why as a fourth cue, am I any different than a fifth cue, you know? Or yeah. what yeah. would now push me to become a third cue, right. you know, or whatever, whatever ranks you're talking about. Um, so that way you can understand what the growth expectations are and and to me you know it's it's really simple it's outlined very clearly in our tests and and I like that because I remember asking myself when I looked at the Aikikai syllabus that it was like okay well so why is Ikkyo so important on sixth Q right right and why is Jujinage you know, exactly whatever, right you know yeah, so yeah. so why is that and I always wondered that too where there were like techniques that were like high level techniques you know, where it's like, well, right. you don't see that until you're whatever cue. And it's like, right. well, why? Right. Like, am I not going to be able to, like, and I've seen, having now seen the techniques, it's, it's not arbitrary. as if they're, yeah, I mean, it's arbitrary. It's not as if they're any more complex, you know, like Ikkyo is a very complex technique if you really are starting to break it down as compared to anything else. Kokunage, right. come on. Kokunage is like a ridiculously complicated technique, I feel like. And yet that's, you're supposed yeah. to be able to, and I mean, know and understand it, it in an early level. So when I built my first grading syllabus, I basically used that as a model, you know, like yeah. the Aikikai structure. And um, I, I changed it a little bit towards like, well, I think, and like, you know, to me, it's like Ikkyo and Kokunage are the heart of our technical stuff. Sure. So it's like you need to do those first so that way you've got a long time to get good at right, you know? And that was That's my fair. that was my thought process, right? And I, I did that with all the techniques and it worked out really nice um, number-wise what you learned when. Um, but then as I grew, I started to understand that it's like, no, really, what I think is important is the students first understand how do you use your body in Aikido? Like, how does it work, right? And so that's why um, we talk about uh, Ukimi, and we talk about Ashi Sabaki, and we talk about Hoki Ryoku, like how you make force, um, how you, you take force into your body, and how you move around. And that's the first test. And then I expect the students to be able to answer questions about that, right? So like, what is Haragi? What is Fudo no Shise? What are these things that are like core to body movement? And so that way, by the end of the ninth Q test, I know that at least they can regurgitate what that stuff is. Right. And then what will happen, and I, I've seen this a bunch now at this point, um, you know, 8th Q, 7th Q, 6th Q, as they go, they'll start saying like, oh, you use Haragi all the time. Right. And it's like, yes, you use Haragi all the time. 
but they knew what it was at ninth cue, and they could at least regurgitate right. it. Yeah. And then as they go, because they could regurgitate it, then they can break it down later when they need it, when right. they're ready for it. You know? So, yeah. Right. And so to me, every each one of our tests, if you look at our grading syllabus, each step is like learn this kind of stuff, learn this kind of stuff. So that idea that you had about EQ in the beginning, which was like you need to know EQ for a long time in order to really understand it, you hold true to that idea, except instead of EQ, it's these different concepts of using your body, of, you know, uh, working with another person, position variation. My. Yeah. Right. Uh, so instead of specific techniques, now it's you've changed it to these other concepts. Right. And to me, the, you know, those concepts are very core to the techniques that, that I talked about before. But it's all the building was, blocks. Right, right. But the problem was by learning the technique, you think that the technique's the important part. And that's right. not. The way you use your body is the important first step. And so, like, by learning it in a, in a much less um, abstract way, a much more direct way, like, use your hands like this, then you can apply that much more readily as you train, you know? And what is good about that is, like, it allows you to kind of, for lack of a better term, kind of gatekeep, like, who is ready for the next step. That's right. You know? Um, because truthfully, like, if as the teacher, I would imagine, you know, your students are a reflection of you and what you know, you know. And so if you want to make sure that your students have an understanding um, as they progress. And so, you know, on some level, just being able to regurgitate isn't hopefully what you would want out of them, you know, well, as, as a reflection of what to, you teach them. To demonstrate, you know, techniques is also uh, something because it's like, you know, I could be really good at um, kokunage or iminage because I, I un, like I, I bodily, physically feel and understand that technique. Um, I could not tell you how it works or what right, you're really right. trying to do with it, but I understand it physically so I can do it well, right? We all know this, and all of us, I'm sure, have a technique that we just do well. For no other reason than it's natural we do well. We do, you know, Sankyo for me. That little inside turn is all, I can do it. I somehow along the way figured out physically how my body fits in that way. That doesn't mean I necessarily understand what it is, you know. Right. So I think that it has, you, you need to have both those things. Can you yeah. demonstrate the technique? Okay, now can you tell me what's happening? Like, right. can you break down why that technique would arise in a situation and what and what why it's beneficial to me right yeah. and um, that's that's i think an important thing for aikido community yeah, right now which sure. is like yes. every school should really be examining like why do we think this is and so you know i think it would be really awesome if you know every black belt or you know whatever is required to put together some sort of written thing that sort of is their mission statement, their thesis about what how they feel about the art because that's something we can then collect and have and read and learn from. Right, right. You yeah, know. and as those people start great. to, you know, teach classes or whatever, you can have that information and be like, look, if you want to take this person's class, this is how they view Aikido, you know? If you want to take this person's class, this is how they do it. This is what they value, you right. know? And you can see kind of what, you know, what do you want to learn? Who do you want to learn it from? Kind of thing. Right. I was, I was talking to Maya earlier about this. Like, uh, So I've spent a fair amount of time reading the works of uh, particularly the first generation of Aikido teachers, right? And so that to me, that's like uh, 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 Tamiki, Shioda, 
uh, Saito Sensei, like, you know, these, this group of people, the ones who really started to spread Aikido out from Ueshiba, Mochizuki, these guys, I've spent a fair amount of time reading them, and, uh, it's been very valuable to me, because not, I don't always agree with everything they say, but by under, trying to understand their way of seeing Aikido, I understand Aikido for me better. Yeah. So, like, I can see and, and, you know, compare and contrast their ideas, and then go like, oh, there's, I see a truth here that everyone shares, you know? Yeah, and like, I don't know, that's, we had, we were having this conversation, and, and what had brought him up to say that was me kind of saying, like, I'm sorry, I keep asking you these questions, but I, because <laughs> I was just talking at him about, I asked him a question, and then proceeded to just kind of answer it without right. letting him actually say anything, and uh, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I just did that, I just kind of need to work through this right. concept, and truthfully like I ask the question and sometimes I challenge some of the things that like you know Chris says about different concepts that are sometimes vague you know um, I'll be like well why did you choose to put this over here or this under this category and and then I'll you know kind of rationalize the way through it and go oh that's why you chose to do that and so like being able myself to understand why he made the choice to do something can allow me to understand the reasoning behind right. doing yeah. Aikido, you know, his way of Aikido, you know, sure. and so whether or not I come to the conclusion that I agree with that or like that, understanding other people's, you know, uh, ways of thinking about Aikido, like, helps me kind of develop my own right. way of thinking about it, yeah. and seeing that, I feel like, is valuable from people, you know, and that's something that I would probably want to see from other shodons, like, you know, see people right, write right. papers about that, that's right, something right. that would be interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so, kind of on that note, I don't know what if you did expect a, a you know black belt test essay. What would you guys expect? Perfect grammar from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spelling counts. Four. If you have four grammar, you fail. <laughs> Come on. No, now. I really don't. I would actually not care about any of that. But um, well, I mean, I think it depends on what your you know what your what what the criteria of the thing is uh, at that point i think i would like to see them be able to lay out the entirety of the the um system from top to bottom and how it works and where each thing fits together right so you would want it to be fairly technical in nature or more like you know because i mean essay could be anything from really technical to reflect on your experience uh, i would you want know, it to what be, did you learn i personally would want it to be i personally would want it to be technical because i would want to show them i would want to see their understand i'm not as uh concerned about their their personal journey on the thing i don't uh-huh. i mean cool if they want to tell me about that they can but for me Josh personally like, keep it to yourself no i mean and it's great and we all have that and that's cool but that doesn't necessarily show me that you understand what's good what's going on right so if if we're going to talk about if we're going to have a um a test that uh, or, or a thing that shows your understanding show me your understanding yeah that's what i would want from it but it's hard to say it showed on, quite honestly, because, I mean, this just said I've been doing a long time. I don't really expect showdowns to know that much, you know? Like, and I know everyone's like, oh, black belts, but but to me, it's like, I expect showdowns to, to be able to perform a syllabus and understand why a syllabus works. So, what Josh said is, is probably spot on to what I would ask, which is like, can you explain the entirety of the syllabus and what we're trying to do with the syllabus, the end? Because... Uh, 
like you don't know enough to, to really get in depth on any one thing, you know. And and I'm sure there's plenty of showdowns that are like uh, like oh, but I, you know. And 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 I thought I knew a lot too. But but it, it takes a long time working with the syllabus over and over and over to see like really obscure special things. So you know, it's at it, it black belt to me. Black belt's not like a um, it's not like a master's or or certainly not like a PhD. You know, it's not like someone who really has mastered a field. It's like someone who now knows how to study a field. It's a BA. Yeah, it's a BA. That's your, exactly it's your right. entry level Yeah, you, you know how to study or a field now. Or your AA, maybe. Yeah, and, and so to me, it's like, okay, now go forth and study your field, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know that, um, when we were talking about this earlier, and I was thinking legitimately, maybe I should add a written portion to test. And I was like, I really wouldn't add it until chewed on at the, at the earliest, which is like, because it chewed on, it's like, well, you've had some time teaching now. You've hit walls in that because so so you know when you're answering questions for yourself from a teacher you can always ask the teacher when you're answering someone else's questions who just don't right, know right, the right, answer right, right, right. you right. can't ask that go. yes right so you you have to do another kind of thinking like a, a a much more lateral kind of thinking when when you're the teacher so to me chewed ons and, and like our chewed on test it's a middle black belt test our chewed on test is give a seminar and and be able to teach new people the art of Aikido in the seminar. And that's that's what our Chudon test is. Um, but to me, that's the first level where you're actually a teacher at that point where it's like, you can think about Aikido now. Right, and you're able to, yeah. And I think, for me, yeah, at a, at a black belt test, I would like to know that stuff from them. I wouldn't necessarily want them to put it in a written form. Right. I would ask them. I right. would pepper right. them with questions during the test. Right. During the test, kind of like the, the what about this? What about this? Right. How does this fit? That those kind of And then of I think I think you're right. You know, in terms of a written something, then that comes at the next step. Right. Um, and and maybe you know, because I, I remember taking my uh, middle black belt test, um, and I put together uh, a seminar, and it was based on some things that I was doing at the time. And I think it would have been cool to have a written component that matched that. So here's the seminar. Here's why I designed the seminar. Yeah, the like way like that, a sort of like a like a like syllabus a, or yeah. like a. Here's um, why. Here here is lesson my thinking plan. of why this is worked the way it did and why I chose to teach these things and what I might hope that students would get from it. I could see that and think that would be a really nice package to have all together to be able to, you know, pass along um, to my teacher to show that I've come to that level. Yeah. Before that, I, I don't know how useful it would be. Well, and to me, know. sitting down to write it, I mean, you know, you can get a lot of a, a teacher if, if, if your line of thought is the teacher should understand what your intellectual understanding is. You can get a lot out of just questioning a student directly, and especially spur of the moment, just questioning them. But if the purpose is to put down information for others to gain from, then you need to have a position where you can actually do that. And so, you know, having, you know, like Josh said, you know, like having a, a book of Shodan essays, it's like, well, in one sense, that might be interesting to read. But in another sense, it's like... Uh, those are all people who are just now students, and so maybe an essay about my journey would actually be more interesting from a showdown point. Yeah, because it's just yeah, like, yeah. No, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. what was it like to get this far? Because I mean, it takes yeah. a long time to get a showdown, so it's a lot of work. How much do you know about Aikido? Not really all that much. I mean, you know how to be a student now, but 
but like how much do you know about the journey of learning Aikido? A lot at that point because you forced yourself to go to class forever, you know? And that's kind of what I was going to yeah. say is like, to me, that's what would be more interesting to hear in an essay. Um, although interest isn't really the main thing. Um, I mean, me, I guess it like, depends on what, it, right. it really depends on what you're going for. Right. Because and that's the thing is if it's if personal, to me, it is about personal growth. And so as a teacher, if, if I was the teacher, I would want to hear about my students' personal growth. And maybe, you know, nothing they didn't want to talk about, but like, because it's all about you and yourself, you know? It's all about, because you only are ever comparing, your, or you should be only comparing yourself to yourself, you know? Am I better than I was the day yesterday or right. at least am I as right. working as hard as I was yesterday you know and so seeing where were you when you started where were you part way through you know what did you learn what did you get out of this what crazy opinions did you have that now you've realized are ridiculous you know that's the kind of stuff that I would be interested to hear from someone is like how have you grown and evolved as a person right to get here because it did take grit from you you know you made it all the way to showed on you fucking worked right, right so I right. want to see like what what hardships did you overcome? You know, what did you push through? And something like that could be inspiring for Q ranks to read yeah. and be like, right. oh, oh yeah, man. like that, that. You know, we all got issues, you know, and, and totally. people can overcome all kinds of crazy stuff. And I think it really that like self reflection piece is really powerful. Right. You know, like I mean, for me at least, multiple times in college, I had to write papers that were about the other. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> hold on, hold on, we, we all gotta stop. Around. Hopefully everyone can should hear we, Should we sing to them? I mean, maybe one it. of our viewers is having a happy birthday. Yeah. This one's for you, Rick. This one. <laughs> happy birthday to all of our listeners. <laughs> of, of note, I was saying this earlier, this is the second birthday we've heard so far here. I think it's the third. The first there was one. one as we were walking. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, that the happy birthday song is now, once again, in the public domain. So it was so not for a long So feel time. free to just sing it in the streets. No, right. no one's going to no, sue no, you. No, you remember for the longest time you would go to a restaurant be at a party and, they would go and be like, like all right, all right, happy, right close happy the windows. Blah, blah, blah. Right? They would right. do the oh, stupid. That's true. And that's why, because they don't want to have to pay royalties. Little known fact. Thank you. There's that was your, your <laughs> trivia for the day. Trivia for the day. Anyway. This is what happens when you're out at the Cheesecake Factory <laughs> recording a podcast. Ye, ye old Cheesecake Factory. So anyway. It's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, as cut, I was saying, cut back into our. <laughs> no, just like hearing about somebody's personal growth is, uh, or, or reflecting on your own personal growth, I think is not always easy. Just right, looking right. at yourself and going, like, what do I like, or what do I dislike actually, about? That I could process. see that being a, a really um, kind of useful thing for a student, actually, to have to sit back and go, like, all right. What what have I gotten out of Ike? You know, like aside aside from the technical knowledge, right. right? Like, what have I gotten out of Aikido? And really have to put that down. I mean, that could be a, a, a kind of powerful thing as well. So, and that can circle back into a realization about what Aikido is doing for people. You know, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just about the not, techniques. Yeah, right, right. Not it's, not you can fight six ninjas, right, but like, right. how does it make your life better? Right. right. Because as a you know, if you've decided I can that you fight become, six ninjas, right. <laughs> duh. If you become Hello. a more you know balanced person, then that right. means you're less likely to pick fights or right, right, you know right. have conflict with people. Right. So I think it's good for people to. And that I mean, yeah, I think them. that's a good thing to be able to have your students articulate as well. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. What have it's I interesting. done? So, I mean, I think, you know, asking that question, you have to be real clear, like everything, and like we reiterate on this podcast over and over, got to be clear on what you want from it, right? So do you want other students to read it and be inspired? 
Do you want um, to, it to grow and develop the martial art? Do you want it uh, to explain to the teacher how much you know about the art? Like, what is it you want out of the art, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I think mean, that's situational, you know, yeah. wherever we are in life. And yeah. even that right there is something that somebody could, could, could write about, I'm sure, at length. What did you expect when you came in? How right. has your expectation of this right. art changed? Right. What are you getting? What did you think you were going to get from it versus what you're getting now? Why you stick around for you know whatever five years or however long you've been doing this thing? You know why are you still here? <clears throat> it's funny. So the other why? day I was I was looking at the podcast and Josh and I were talking and uh, I was looking at it on my phone and I was just saying oh you know this many listens for this episode and this many listens for this episode and Josh's like oh what's our most listened to? episode and so I start like scrolling through like what the top listens are you know and it's funny really consistently the the, the ones that have the most listens are the ones that the title is saying that we're talking about a cliche of Aikido you know like what is a committed attack or you know something like that it's like everybody says that all the time but we kind of don't know what it means, you know? And so it's, it's like one of those things, it's like when people say that, it's like, oh, but see, if I had a committed attack, like, I'm just picking on committed attack right, right but now. But, whatever you know, the, yeah, whatever the, whatever the cliche is. But, you know, using their or energy if again. you actually had a committed attack, then this would happen. And so it's like we all say that, and we all nod our heads and go like, oh, yeah, that, that probably is true. But what the fuck does that mean? Right, and right. if we don't know what that means, then maybe we should stop saying it, or we should be inquisitive, or we should open up to each other and go, hey, man, what does that mean? But when a high ranking person says that to you you don't want to feel like you don't know anything and so you're like oh I better not ask that question you know and then most of the time you don't need the answer yourself so you don't go looking for it so it, it's like writing stuff down and, and sharing our written thoughts like not not getting on Facebook and bitching for 10 seconds about why that guy's got an ugly Uruminage or something it's but like, Reddit it's Reddit whatever <laughs> it is right now yeah but but like but yes actually sit down and think what you have to say and say it and then we all read it and talk about it that'd be real good for our community because we have too many cliches and we don't know what we mean by the cliches right yeah for sure. and even if you what you're saying is you're like oh maybe this is stupid maybe nobody needs to hear that you know like it's good to bounce shit off of each other totally you know? good for that that's, yes. that's important well, and what I we think, should be doing uh, writing does also does that you know that I don't know how many times there's been something that like uh, is formulating in my head that just it's like well I need to figure that out and so you just start writing and maybe who knows what comes of that thing that you're writing and I say this as a person who writes like for a living but um, you know who knows what that comes of that but the act of putting it into words and kind of spelling it out um, yeah. can be helpful you for know? sure totally and I think for me, like, I often, the way I process things is very verbally. I like to talk to people and bounce things off of other people and have conversations or sometimes just talk at people. Um, but having to write something down and read it back to myself and make sense of it, like, oftentimes I read it and I'm just like, oh, this wouldn't make sense to anyone but me. Or I, re I write too much like I talk and right. it's not, that's not a readable thing, you know? And so it's important, like, for that self-reflection process to go... I need to remove myself from right. this, is you know? This, how is it, yeah. How, you know, I need to, and, and that's, I think, super important as you move forward as, a, you know, as, like, a teacher or as a martial artist, like, I need to remove my own shit and do what is appropriate for this that's thing. That's right. You know, and as a teacher, that's super important. Like, I need to remove my own bullshit of what I think you need and so I need to see what you actually need. Here's a somewhat related question. So you were talking about reading all of the like first like level of teachers and, and all of their stuff. 
uh, all their writing. Is did, did we lose uh, that sort of thing in the second and third like wave of you know? So was the second wave of teachers as um, you know prolific in their writing as the first wave was? I mean, did they write all that stuff down? Look, can you? Well, so I'm I'm just gonna say what I want to say. Um, the, the second wave of teachers were doing a lot of regurgitating, a lot of talking about new age shit, um, and a, a bunch of like adding other shit to Aikido, right? So like talking about weird shit they've mixed in with their Aikido, or writing the story of Yoishiba, or some shit right, like so that, that right? Like so like, a, there's a lot of that that you can find. Look, the first generation of teachers was really seeking to understand Aikido, and I think it's because a weird old mystic dude told them some stuff that was cool, and he could do some cool stuff, and they're like, well, how the fuck do you do that? And then I think the second wave of teachers really felt like, well, that was hashed out. I don't think they really understood. Now, look, when I say understood, I'm not saying that they couldn't do Aikido. They could. But they didn't know why they were doing Aikido, and they weren't searching in the way that their teachers had been searching. Um, so, like, you know, if you look at, like, um, uh, Tohei's, uh, one of Tohei's early books, I can't remember which book it is, it's the, it's, my cover's brown. But anyways. It's the brown cover. It's one. the brown one. It's A like, lot of people are going to go, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, but, but uh, so he wrote two books, I think just two books, well, he wrote several he, things. They, right. Um, but two real the brown covered books that I'm aware of, right? Um, one that's much more technical Aikido, and that's the one I'm gonna refer to. And then the later one that's talking about key, you know. Um, and then he wrote other stuff, but but like Aikido. Anyways, I'm getting too much into that. So the first book, um, there's like pictures of him like drawing wavy lines and like spirals, and like there's you know a picture, and it's like. Aikido's this kind of energy, or, you know, like, Idi Minage's this kind of energy. And it's like a swirly mabob, you know? And it's like, it, it was interesting to me when I first <laughs> saw that, because, you know, you can interpret that however you want, but to me, I saw it, and I'm like, look, this guy feels how that moves, and, and that's the that's way he can right, represent right. it. He and needs so, like, to express it. Right, and he's yeah. trying to, and he wasn't doing it as art. He's trying right, to do yeah. it as, like, a technical diagram right, right. Look, of how it moves, is, right, you know? Right, right. You and, should feel like this right and I, I looked at him and I I was like I can deal with that I can see what you know I didn't think it was great I don't draw swirls but like but like I could see how he was trying to figure it out and rationalize it and like whether that was a great way to do it or not who cares like he is struggling to get it out and I feel like the second wave of teachers fell on their ass I right. feel like they didn't they do that right. and you know maybe there are some exceptions I could maybe think of but, but like as, as a generation as a generation as they a, really right. did a bad job and and that's also when Aikido money started to really flow in and it was like oh things got good and apparently I'm a good teacher because now I'm a, a fifth don at the time it's like oh man you're some high ranking dude and you know I'm, I, I, I've talked too long on this but, but the truth well, is and I, like, just, I just asked because you know it seems to me like that is something that that is missing that, that we're not you know, we can't even really talk about these things. Like, this is the podcast where we're doing it, and a lot of it, there's a lot of it on, uh, you know, the on social media, on the internet. But, like, there's not really people, I don't feel like we're seeing people really, um, like, delve in the way yeah. that they use. There's even, lots of little videos. You know, you there's lots of little, IQ Journal, but IQ Journal is, like, comes... Seems What's to come the best at key? It. Like well, that kind of stuff. It seems to come at it a lot too from a historic per, or, or, or like from that historic perspective of right. okay, what was this person saying and what were they trying to get across as opposed to like what is the thing? What are we using it for? Right. Where is it right. now? Like right. 
So you, you know. see lots of like, and it's bleeding into the third generation, which is what I think we're in now. Um, and that's, I think, my generation of Aikido teachers. And, and I, I don't want any of this nonsense myself. But, but it's bleeding in, which is like either it's mixed Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Aikido. Or what a capoeira is like for Aikido. Or I meditate all day and here's meditation with Aikido. Like that kind of shit. Like let's hybridize or let's change. Let's talk about how Aikido is good for another practice. Fuck all that in my opinion. But um, I guess I'm really just saying it now. But <laughs> yeah, you're really going for it. <laughs> Night's the night, huh? Or, or get a the, little cheesecake in The them. other side of that is, you know, all this te- teacher worship stuff that's like, like, oh, well, actually, Ueshiba said this in uh, 1926. And then on a November 1927, he actually said this. And then there was a guy, and his name was blah, blah, blah. And he was a naval coach, and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, man... Okay, cool. There's a history, and that's neat. And like, thank God for Stan Pran, and that's awesome. He did an awesome body of work. We definitely need that. That's, yeah, yeah, we that's totally definitely need that. Something but like, that's important. That's not what's dr- what we need to drive the art now, right. you know. And what we need is more of what happened with the first generation of teachers after Yoshiba. You know, people really pushing because it yeah, hasn't the, it hasn't been hashed out. Like, it hasn't been. Hashed you know out. what you're saying, or you know maybe it was hashed out, but um, somewhere along the way it was like either forgotten or misplaced. Yeah, you know, and so where we're at, Probably, if, exactly if they right. did, if they did hash it out, you know, those those people, it it is not, it didn't make it to now. And while right? we could we could and search we through this. the historic archives and try to find this lost jewel, it's better to just think about it now and figure out what it is for us. And, well, and, and we and we know that it was lost because people are still asking the questions, you know, yeah. because we have these online forums where people are are making all these crazy. Um, statements and stuff instead of just really sitting down and like all right let's let's hash do it ourselves and try to come up right and this is a meandering little episode by the way sorry it's really taken off but I like it because like coming back around to the like self-reflection thing I think that like the more that you self-reflect in the early days the more you can reflect on the other shit later you know or you know all of it at once but like being able to let go, like, what's my bullshit? What were my expectations? How have they been met or not met? How have I changed? What have I learned? Then you can expand that to, okay, now I know my bullshit. Now I know all my weird stuff. How do I separate that and look at Aikido right. for what it what? is? Yeah. How can I look at the community and see where are we going? What are we doing? You know? Because right. the more that you see people mix their shit, that's when you get all the weird expectations, the weird, you know, whatever. You know, whatever you see online, like... It's it's Could a guy shop a jab or right. It, sometimes you can't. You see people; they're not able to disentangle right. their own stuff from right. the right. actual the martial right. well, and I think, part of it. I think most know? people get so lost doing Aikido, they don't know what it is. So all they can do is like study something else and go like, oh, I mix my Zen meditation and my Aikido. You know, and it's like yeah, just let's just do Aikido. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're right. at, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get worse Ooh. if I keep talking. So we're at 46 minutes here. Perfect. I think, I think uh, we yeah, got this We're, we're going to call it. We're going to call I'd like it to, I'd like to apologize and thank you to anyone who's still listening because they've had a soundtrack this whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Hopefully that's going to be okay for people. Yeah. Um, some people I uh, have said that they enjoy the, the live ambiance. atmosphere. I think, yeah, I think the live atmosphere is cool, but, man, this, this soundtrack might not be as cool. The, the well, music is a little bit loud. Hopefully we'll be able to fix it. Sorry. I'd also like to say, um, please check us out on uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook page, yeah. Aikido Discussed uh, page. And we're doing that so because uh, we've got lots of emails. And, like, I get emails, like, sometimes emails to my personal email account, sometimes to the Dojo website, sometimes to different stuff. 
Um, so we're trying to make it uniform so people can easily contact us. So so check us out on there. Um, we're not there's not much on there right now. It's really boring. Yeah. But the more people that join, I'm sure the more interaction we'll have, and it'll really get so better and better and better. Like and subscribe. Maybe and all taking that. a picture right that now to post stuff. on there. So it's like she's taking a picture. Uh, and yeah. then I would he say he had to make a weird face right as I who, took who? the picture. Chris? <laughs> Chris did. Josh was I like, was did I look weird? Also, Josh was talking about us maybe doing a live stream, so live streaming these when yeah. we record them, um, which will be a different weird time. So if you guys are interested in that, let us know. Uh, we might look yeah, into doing that. Yeah, we can figure that. out. Then you'll get to see us as yeah. well as hear Ooh. us. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> uh, also, uh, since Elise Klein, we uh, actually I need to get back to her on this. Uh, we're probably going to have an episode coming up pretty soon talking about her. She wrote a book on her experiences at Uchi Deshi, oh, awesome. uh, which should be super cool. There so, you go. Um, so yeah, keep listening. There's uh, good stuff coming up. And Maya's See, gonna we just said that, this. and she's like, oh. Well, she's up. Uh, yeah, they haven't talked they about haven't. me, these jerks. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Um, so I'm reading this slightly different. As you know, we always have problems looking at our patrons here. It's just because I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> I'll it. just go ahead and blame it on myself. Um, okay. So thank you so much to our Patreon patrons. We super appreciate all of your help. No matter if it's a dollar or whatever, we really appreciate your contributions. It makes it possible for us to keep uh, everything online and for us to continue to do what we do. Um, so thank you so much to Brian Crowley, Christopher Aceto, Constantinos Andrew, Floor Henwick, Franz Martinson, Grant Templin, Hillary Jones, Jim Gallant, John Smith, Lenny Acuna, Lise Klein, Martins, Mar- sorry, Martin, Marcin Sizzis, uh, Matt Mumford, Matt Riley, Randy Stewart, Sharon Okada, Sean Wagner. Oh, I think that was an old one, actually. Uh, Thomas Polino, Urbano, and Yuli Simgu. Right. I'm sorry if I left anyone out. It's like a weird or list. Or added people in. Yeah, it, yeah, it was weird. Um, Those are people who have been patient. Said, like, God damn it. I'm right. never sick of him <laughs> saying my name. <laughs> it's a weird list, okay? Yeah. Um, but thank you so much, guys. All yeah. right. Um, tip of the week. Oh, yeah. Tip of the week. Um. I was thinking about this, so kind of related to essays, but like start writing down the stuff that you're working on. Like oh, yeah. use the use writing to process the stuff that you're yeah. working on and draw pictures. We have a lot of write, uh, a lot of that happening charts. in the dojo. Like you know, people taking notes. And yeah. I was also gonna say, uh, go ahead and, and read and read. Pick up some Aikido books. Yeah. Um we have a kind of extensive library in in the dojo and I like to just if I have a free moment I'll just pick up whatever book and I'll look through it um, and sometimes it'll just be like looking at the pictures or skimming you know um, and it's just a good way to kind of see what's happening can you look at something and go oh I know what's happening I can see what's happening here I can under- right. you know so I think I always feel like as much as you um, when we're talking about writing there's the other side of that is always reading. So yeah. if you're gonna write, you have to be reading. You can't That's do one without true. the other. So, and I think like the the reading and writing you know, is helping you synthesize what you're doing on That's the right. map. You know, the, um, the more time I don't know, it's like a study or something that said that the more you think about doing the thing and you visualize doing the thing, the more you're the better you are at the thing itself. You know, so if you're visualizing shooting hoops you might be better at shooting hoops when you go to shoot hoops you know so like yeah. the more that you can process that stuff even when you're not on the mat you know will help you um, yeah. make in enliven and enrich your training well there you go yeah there you go 
How about that? All right, guys. We'll see you. Uh, see you. I will see you. No. But we'll talk at you. We'll talk at you. Talk at you next week. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>